0: hi guys welcome back to another episode of the wilder the better and today we're going to be talking about how to beat burnout so it's april right now and i feel like oftentimes it's kind of at least the weather where i'm at in minnesota it's still kind of snowy but there's hints of spring and then there's melting but the next day it'll be snowing it's like gonna be 50 degrees today and yesterday there was a blizzard warning so you know you're kind of sick of school you're sick of routines the weather is weird and it can't make up its mind so i'm going to be try i'm going to try to brainstorm some ideas of how to beat burnout because i feel like oftentimes people think burnout only comes in at the end of the year but oftentimes i feel like it can also come in the beginning of the year or in april (laughs) so something that i've done recently is just kind of switch up my routine a little bit Some, like you don't have to do it crazy like maybe just instead of watching tv at night i'll read a book and like it doesn't have to be so dramatic like oh i'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m i'm gonna hit the gym although maybe that would work for you do it go for it but just trying to switch up your routine a little bit and it does it really doesn't have to be crazy it doesn't have to be something that's going to totally alter your life maybe your roommate your family Maybe they won't even notice. So it can be little things. It can be gradual. But maybe you just try to have something different for breakfast in the morning. Maybe something that's more fun to eat or fun to make. Maybe you're sick of making a trip to Starbucks and you want to make coffee at home. And just try to have fun and do stuff like that. I also feel like right now there's, it's like kind of a weird trend to make coffee at home instead of at Starbucks. Which I'm all for that because I just got an espresso machine and I make better lattes than Starbucks. So that being said, maybe go to Instagram and save some videos or do some research on coffee recipes. Like set aside five minutes and just have fun looking at recipes that you can make on your own. Something that I've also done in the morning is wake up a little earlier just before my roommate and I'll go for a walk and just have intentional time to just be by myself. I won't be on my phone I won't even listen to music and I'll just kind of be more aware of my surroundings and when there's nobody else out and about it's really nice to just go for a walk and be able to take every sight in and smell and just be able to kind of see your surroundings that you're always with but at a different time of day when it's a little more quiet and that's definitely helped me a lot because it's something I look forward to it's kind of my peace time my alone time and maybe that's not possible for your situation so maybe try to just do like five minute journaling in the morning or something like that but overall I feel like with this consistency is good and that's something that I've always noticed so yeah switch up your routine but once you find a good one stick with it for a little bit and then maybe in a month or I guess that's not a long time but who knows, maybe you'll need more switching up than somebody else, and that's totally fine, but just try to keep with your routine and have fun with it, because I feel like burnout comes from just doing mundane tasks over and over again, you know, like, the 9 to 5 jobs, the 8 a.m. classes, and just, like, you know, like, the repetitive nature of all of that, and, like, you literally can't do anything else, so like, with your routine, like, it's not like you can just be like, I'm gonna stop working at 9 a.m., like, that's just not possible, so I guess just finding ways to be kind of content in your situation, but changing it in a way that makes you excited for your day, rather than just dreading it, like, oh, I have to go to class to do this homework, and know for me, if I have 30 minutes before I go to class, I'm like, I can't do anything in 30 minutes, but you can. So maybe it's trying to find some fun things to do that won't take too much time like going for a walk because you can definitely go for a walk in 30 minutes and you don't have to do anything too grand. Uh, Another way to be burnout is to maybe just come up with a list of ideas um, which kind of piggybacks on to things that I've done but try to make a list of things that you enjoy doing and trying to find time to do that. Like, for example, I used to embroider a lot, and I'm not able to do that too often because I'm at school. But when I thought about it, I was like, how come I can't do that at school? And it's pretty easy to put down and come back to So I started doing that at school. So maybe that's trying to find a craft that you like, but you don't, like, you know, doing something like that, it's fun. And you can come back to it pretty easily but maybe you don't like doing that stuff. So, maybe trying to find something new that you want to eat for lunch. Maybe on your lunch break you could use that time to reset instead of just eating quick while you're at work and then working again. Something like that might be helpful. Just trying to find ways in your time that you have right now that won't alter it won't make you crazy to switch up routine if you don't like switching up routine, but it's just it's important to do that once in a while so that you can be more productive and along with that too it's important to find time to prioritize being with yourself and doing things that you enjoy I know that it's not it's kind of like taboo I guess to spend time with yourself intentionally but I've started doing that and I've noticed a huge improvement with my mood and with how I spend my time when I have to do things I need to do it's more enjoyable I guess Because I know, like, this is not the only time that I can, like, I have to do this. I have time set aside to spend alone, if that makes sense. But, (laughs) um, just, I don't know, maybe if you're caught up in your routine, that's okay. But maybe you could just wake up and make coffee and have that time to listen to a podcast while you get ready for work or something. And I know that it's hard because, you know, you wake up, you go to work, Then you come home and you eat supper and go to bed. It could just be super draining. Even though it doesn't seem like you're doing a lot to your routine, it still can be, even though you are doing the same things, and that's totally normal. So spending time like you're you are spending time with people during that routine of that mundane. Like you're spending time with your coworkers, with your roommates, with your friends, professors, your bosses, and your family, and just like people all the time, which don't get me wrong, it's not bad, and a lot of times it's unavoidable, so might as well just be okay with that. But maybe once you get home from work, maybe you're going to make supper, and then you're going to hang out with your family doing something specific. So, like, yes, it's a routine. Like, yes, you see them every night. But if you do something that's specific, then it's something fun in your routine. And it's not just like, I all I do is I work, I come home, and I eat supper, and I go to bed. So, you know, just like finding little things like that that you can do to enjoy, I think is super important and will not just make your routine so boring, I guess. And it's also important to note that burnout doesn't always come from routine. I know that's the case often for me, but also, I don't know about you listeners, but I for one am a people pleaser. And I think that that's one of my weaknesses and I'm aware of that and I'm working on it. But, I don't know, maybe you'll listen to this and maybe you're not a people pleaser, but you maybe you have some people pleaser tendencies. But, for me, it's hard to say no. It's hard, I have a hard time sacrificing maybe the relationship. I don't really know why, I just, I find it hard to say no, because I feel like, oh my goodness, the world is going to end if I say no to this person, or, oh, they're going to be mad at me if I don't do this for them. But, Saying no is hard, but always saying yes can lead to burnout. And maybe that's with a friendship, maybe it's with a coworker, maybe it's with a boss. But it's important to be able to know your boundary and to stick with it. Because once you have that boundary set and you think back to it and just check yourself every once in a while and make sure that you're not going past that point that you set of your boundary of, like, things that you'll say yes or no to, and it doesn't have to, it can be vague, like, I'm not gonna send an email after five, you know, things like that, but if you set that boundary, and you check yourself once in a while, make sure you're not going past that, and again, I'll reiterate, as I say, almost in all my episodes, I am just a human being with, a uh, opinion, I'm not a scientist or anything, but from what I've seen of others and of myself, your burnout will be less prevalent for you. But if you're always doing things like, maybe you say to yourself, oh, I'll do this just this once, then I won't cross that boundary line again, and I'll reset a boundary later. But it's important to realize that it is not healthy, and that having boundaries, although it may seem to you like it's a rude thing to say, like, I'm not comfortable doing that, or I don't have time, and that's a huge one, because I'm sorry, but saying things like that, like, I'm sorry, but not today, maybe another time, it's super hard, and I totally get that, and it's super hard for me too, but it is important to realize, though, that if you say no, the world isn't going to end, or if they're a true friend, or if they're your boss, your coworker, someone who truly cares about you, or so they say, they're not going to just disappear because you said no to them once or a few times. So maybe, maybe they'll see that they admire that you sted, said no and like stood your ground and was like, no, this is my boundary. Maybe they'll be like, man, I should really have a boundary myself. And I think it's just a huge, huge, huge important factor in avoiding burnout. Because if you're always like in a work setting or if you're constantly saying yes in like that setting, it can be hard because you're like, yeah, sure, I'll make room for that. Yep. Mm-hmm, yep. Totally. Yep, I'll just add that to my to-do list. But then you look at that to-do list and you're like, um, I am overwhelmed. And then you don't enjoy doing the things that you are needing to do to get done. And I don't know, maybe you just do the things in a poor manner. But saying yes never leads to something good. Maybe sometimes I'm not saying all the time. Maybe you don't have time for something, but you really want to do it. And so you say yes just as once. And that's, I'm not saying that's bad necessarily, but it's just important to know your boundary and to know maybe where your line is with every aspect of work, relationships, school, and just sticking with it. And it's not mean to say no. And I think that's important and a hard thing to learn and to realize, and I know for me personally too, but it is important to say no. Because always saying yes will lead to burnout in a different sense and another important aspect is making sure you're doing things to reduce your stress level and i know that i've probably talked about this before but when you're responsible for so many different tasks and relationships or things to keep track of it can be stressful even if it's fun things even if you're super popular and everybody wants to be around you and your social calendar is so full you have something every night Going from thing to thing or person to person, not really having that downtime that I talked about earlier, it's hard to find ways to reduce your stress, which can be in several different forms. It doesn't have to be like doing activities like, I don't know, maybe having a stress ball, maybe that's something that's helpful, or having a planner to reduce your stress, maybe reading or a craft or going for a walk or just like finding ways to do that and have that set aside time maybe you do like to have your schedule more full that is fully okay go you but just make sure that you somehow have a plan for spending time alone i'm sure that we've all experienced some form of stress and it can be super unhealthy because you could just be sitting there or whatever when you're stressed it kind of just like consumes your life And if you feel stressed out when you're sitting or reading or feel guilty for doing that, maybe that should be a sign to check in with yourself and just kind of see what your responsibilities are. Maybe you can delegate. Maybe you can cut the cord on some things. uh, Maybe something that you're doing would be better for somebody else to take care of. And I know that that is super hard, and I'm not saying that's easy, but it's definitely one way to avoid burnout. And I think that this ties in with being able to just manage your time. I think that burnout, it can mess with your stress levels. And when you realize that you can say yes or no to certain things, it's just being able to have a physical or mental idea of how your time can be spent. And it's kind of like a good checking in point. You know, like maybe you have some larger objectives and smaller objectives of things that you need to do during the week and the month and the year and then just making sure that you aren't doing things that you can do later. And I know like for me, for example, I, if I'm not ahead in my school, like my homework and stuff, I feel behind. So, I'm starting to be better with actually writing in my planner things that are due this week and not next week and I'm not worrying about it because That makes it really hard for me to be able to have time for myself to read a book or to watch TV. But things like that are super important, making sure that you just work on your deadlines that are coming up and not stressing about the bigger picture. You know, maybe you want to come up with some sort of award or reward, I guess, system for when you actually do complete stuff. Like, it can be something small for example I am a planner person I like handwriting it I know that there's a bunch of apps that you can put stuff on and you know like reminders and stuff like that which are really cool but I think that there's something so fun and satisfying about finishing something that you needed to do and actually taking a pen and crossing it off it's symbolic and it's just awesome because who doesn't want to cross off something that they worked forever on right? But the tricky thing with burnout is that I don't know what your life is like. Your mom doesn't know what your life is like. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your roommate, they don't know what your life is like. So giving tips to avoid burnout is kind of hard because it can't be personalized. I can't personalize it to everybody because nobody knows what you do every day, what you need, what you think. Although oftentimes we can help a lot of people out with our friendships and knowing what they need but you know just overall it's impossible so it's important to just be able to work on it with yourself and finding ways that will help you get excited every day and i know that that's obviously something that is hard to do and it can take some time and you don't have to avoid burnout so much that you're like giddy with excitement while you put your makeup on like that you maybe went a little too far but good for you but just being able to find things like, I'm gonna pour coffee and do my makeup and drink coffee. Something like that. Because experiencing burnout, it's normal. You can you don't have to cause yourself to be like anxious or whatever if you're feeling burned out in April. I know that I am, I know that other of my friends are. And so it's totally normal and it's natural unfortunately, but finding ways around it is important. And finding things in your routine that make you excited about the day is important. Maybe you listen to a podcast episode every day. That can be cool because it takes your mind off of the stuff that you know you have to do, but you're also able to do things while you listen to it. And just things like that. So we'll wrap up this episode of burnout. I hope that you are able to apply some of these tips. And again, I'm no expert. It's just my opinion. But yeah, so thank you for listening to this episode of The Wilder the Better. I hope you got something out of it. And feel free to email me your thoughts or opinions on this episode. Or if you want to hear me talk about a topic specifically, feel free to email me at thewilderthebetterpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And that is all. See you next time. Bye.